This is Gemarni Vamis Adaf Ayin Ches. All the learning has been generously sponsored as an incredible schos. Rafua Shalema for Chavaleya Basasar Adina Mir Tashem. The learning of the entire Chabura should bring Chavaleya Basar Adina a complete and incredible Rafua Shalema. As well as learning is Chashirik Vizachayim and Devarat Hamitzvah Basar Rachel Shalom Levizava Oivik Net Benteli Shemim Ben Chayav Lemiutis Basiva Malik. As well as Chashirik Vizachayim and Shemim Ben Tila Naftali Tzivim Mechlas and Chama Basiva Basar Blumas Mendel Chayim Moshe Yeshua Ben Malik. We're holding on the bottom of Ayin Zayin Amid Beis. We're four or five lines from the end of the Amid. The first word line is Yaakov. Says the Gemara Tanya Amar Lehen. Amr Lan Rav Shimin, Halachiani Aimir, Void Mikramisayeda Bani Banim Vloy Banois. Rav Shimin is teaching us that this dinner we're learning that it's only the Zcharim, the males that are forbidden, says Rav Shimin. Number one, it's Halacha, I have a Messira. And number two, I have a Pasik to bolster that which I said. Tanarabanim Banim Vlaban is different Rav Shimin. Amr Rav Yehuda Rehu Aimer Banim Ashayuladulan Darshlishi. Hakasov Talan Beleida says Rav Yehuda no. Rav Yehuda argues on Rav Shimon, and Rav Yehuda says that the pasuk says that what is the detail in determining whether whether it is mutter or aser? Says Rav Yehuda Hakasov Talan Beleida. The pasuk says it has to do with the birth. And Rashi over here, four lines at the bottom, points out. That, what it says, Asher Yoldu, refers to all of the Nailatim, all of the children, even the females. And Talon Belida, Talon Bebanan Shemiyeladis, Aysam Demaya Rishayna, Haben Sheini Vilada, Dinekeva. Okay, now this is, this is the second lesson, we don't need this. So this is Rav Yuda arguing on Rav Shimon. That Rav Shimon says, that right off the bat, it's Banim Loi Banais. And Rav Yuda says, no, Banim Asher Yuladu Lam Dar Shlishi, that it's only gonna be at the third Dar that it's going to be mutter, that's when the Nekevas are going to be mutter. Um, Rabbi Yechimer, Rabbi Yechimer responds back to Rabbi Yehuda. He loved him, Rabbi Yehuda, because of Talmud Beleida, lo matziyad of Raglo Beis Medrash. If Rabbi Yehuda did not find this Pasik, if he did not say that we learn out from the Pasik that it has to do with the Nekevas, says the Gemara, says Rabbi Yechimer, Rabbi Yehuda would not be able to find this place in Beis Medrash. What does that mean? It refers to the fact that it's a contradiction within Rabbi Yehuda's din himself. That what? Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion that whenever we have a gerim, an entire segment of Kal Yisrael, that they are their own Kahal, they have a din of their own Kahal. And now if you look at Rashi, on the last line, Rashi explains that is the Nekevashar on the altar, if Rabbi Yehuda would have held, that the Nekevas are mutter right away, then all the females would be their own congregation, and then what would the Allah be? And then the Mitzris, the female Egyptians, would be Asr right away. And then what would have happened? We would never be able to get to a Darshlishi by the simple reason that if the Nikavis are mutter right away, that it's automatically forbidden for the Mitzri to be together with the Mitzris. And then therefore we'll never be able to come to the point of a darshlishi, as the Gemara goes on to today's Dabai and Chasam and Alb and articulates Mitzri Shani Bemayitayr. 
When would there ever be a situation of a Mitri Shani being able to purify the next generation, meaning to create a Mitri Shalishis? Says the Gemara, one second, what's your ayah? Dilma di'i avad v'nasim. Maybe you're right. Maybe really the Nekeva is our mutter right away. If the Nekevas are mutter right away, what's bothering you? What's bothering you is that how can you ever get to Dar Shlishi? You know what Rav Yudas is going to answer? It's in a case of Isser. You're right. They're not allowed to. And you're right that Kal Geir Mikri Kahal, that according to Rav Yehuda, these Mitzris are not allowed to be with the Mitzri. But the Pasik will be telling us that if they went and they weren't together, the Mitzri Shani, then you'll have a case of a Mitzri Shlishi, a third generation. And then it'll be mutter. Says the Gemara, no way. The E like Asif crop. Sukim are not written on the F. If someone does this, then there's a Darsh Lishi. Says the Gemara, that's not the case. Ask Gemara, really? Is it true that the Psukim don't write that way? Hare Mamzer. But in the case of Mamzer, De'i, because he crawl. A case of a Mamzer, what, where does a Mamzer come from? Comes from an if. One big if. One big answer of the parents. And yet the Psukim talking about a Mamzer. Explains the Gemara, no, you got it wrong. Daily Surah Kasav, of course, there's always the ifs, the iser. The parents messed up and they created a child, the child's a mamzer. And if le iser, of course we have to say, however, but in our case, what would the if be? The if would be creating a heter. The psukim would be creating a case in order to create the dar shlishi, the mitri shlishi, the third generation Egyptian, which would be mother, says the Gemara that psukim do not do. Says about really? We don't have such a case of ifs latter. Hare Maxagushasai Dilatir of Ikasi. In the case of Maxagushasai. As Rashi points out, what's Maxagusha says we have many times. Someone divorces a woman and then that woman goes to marry someone else. What's the halacha? She's no longer allowed to go back to original husband. If she does, then the halacha is that the children are mut. As Rashi points out, the Gemara in Kedusha, that she is a ta'iv, an abomination. But the children are mutarim. So we see that we have a case of an if. We have a case that's creating a hatter. That the child's going to be mother. Answers the Gemara, awesome, Misham Iker Yisuru de Kasveit. The reason that Torah really wrote about it was Le'iser. Was to teach us that she's being over an Iser. An offshoot of that Iser is going to be a hatter. And therefore says the Gemara, review the stands, the test of time. Continues the Gemara, Tanu Rabbanan. Going into the Sukkim, continuing the discussion of the Mitzri, says the Gemara, Im Nemar Banim, Lama Nemar Dairis. Vin Nemar Dairis, Lama Nemar Banim. Says the Gemara, if we look at the Psukim, it says, Ben Shlishi Yavoy, Oyadar Shlishi Yavoy, as Rashi points out. So says the Gemara, why do you need both? Why does the Pesach have to delineate Banim and Dar? Explains the Gemara, Nemar Banim, Nemar Banim, Nemar Tairais, what would I have thought of Yisi Oymer? Ben Rishayn Vishayni Aser, Shlishi Mat. I would have thought the third child, not the third Dar, not parent, child, child. I would have thought of someone has three children, Child A is us, or child B is us, or child C, I would have thought of Ben Shlishi's mother. If I would have thought, like we spoke about yesterday, I would have thought that it's a din of mitzvahs and isr only to those that are Matan Taira, but not to future generations. 
lahem, mehem mana lahem, halach achar psulim. And therefore says the Gemara, that is the reason why well, the psukim had a right, excuse me, no, no, no. That is the reason why lekach nemar banim. Therefore, the Torah wrote banim to teach me it's a three generations and it's loyalim banim, not just at Har Sinai. Continues the Braisa, lahem. The Pasik says to them, mehem mana. From there, we learn how we count from them three generations. And lahem, the Pasik continues and says lahem again, halach achar psulim. To teaches me that it goes after them that it is possible. Now the Gemara explains. Vitzach lemichtav lahem, vitzach lemichtav asher yuladu. We need both psukim. Tikas rachman asher yuladu, have a meeting bivinei mana, kasev rachmana lahem. I would have thought you start counting from the child, meaning you need an extra dark. Because Rachman Elohim, Abba Mina Mitzvah Muuberish and his guy Rakiu Bana, he I would have thought Abba Mina Mitzvah Muuberish. I would have thought that what is the halacha in the event that a Mitzvah is a Megayer? Again, one more time. No, no. Excuse me. One more time. I lost my place over here. Again, why? Because Hava Amina, here it is, in the case of a mistress that was pregnant, and then she became a Giyoyres, I would have thought he, Ubinachat. There it is. I would have thought she and the son is called one generation. I wouldn't know that she's a generation. And the son is generation number two. And the grandson is generation number three. I would have thought that since she was pregnant at the time of the conversion of the Geiros, that is called one generation. Therefore, Kasarachmana, Asher Yuladu. Therefore, the Pasuk had to say, Asher Yuladu, that give birth. To teach me that that's where the three generations start from. Continues the Brice of Itzrich Lamicht of Lahem. And Acha, and I had to say Laham over here, Vitzach Lemichtav, Loi Gabe Mamzer, and I had to say Loi with regard to the Mamzer, and now the Gemara explains, Di Kazrachmana Acha, I would have thought Misham the Bami Tipas Psula, over here the parents are apostle, that's why the child is apostle, the parents are Mitzrim, Avu Mamzer, the Bami Tipa Kshiraim Eloi, by the Mamzer, the parents are Kasher, therefore I would think maybe the child is Kasher as well, because Rachmana Gabe Mamzer, I would have thought Misham Dein Royula, because a mamzer is never ready to come into Klal Yisrael. Loyilam forever. Avlacha by the Mitzrayim alike. We know after three generations they are ready. Therefore says the Gemara, Sricha, therefore we need to have both Psukim. And that's the end really of darshaning up these Psukim with regard to the Mitzri, the Lahem, the Mayhem, the Loy, and etc. Now, says the Gemara, we begin a new topic. Obviously, it's related, it has to do with the Mitzri. But says the Gemara, Omar Rabbi Rabchana, Omar Rabbi Yechlan. A statement in the name of Rabbi Yechlan, we should keep track, because we can have multiple statements, multiple ways of learning what exactly Rabbi Yechlan taught us. So we start off for about 25 lines from the top, and the first word in line is Omar, excuse me, the first word in line is Chana, and explains the Gemara, the Rabbi Rachana says in the name of Rabbi Yechlan, Mitzri Shani Shanasa Mitzris Rishayna 
What's the status? The boy, the husband, is a Mitzrishani, is a second generation Egyptian. The mother is a first generation Egyptian. So what do we call the child? Says Rav Yechanan, the child is a Shlishi. Now, of course, many people are thinking, wait, didn't we learn something recently, yesterday, the day before, that taught us that in this case, the child's a Shani? The Gemara is going to get there in a moment. But says the Gemara in the name of Rav Yechanan, we go after the father. The father's a Shani, the child's a Shlishi. Ask the Gemara, Masrav Yezir of Darfin, Aymer says, Rav Darfin, Yechol Mamzer, Nidayer, says Rav Darfin, you know how Mamzer could eventually become Tar, enter into Klaisal Kates, and Mamzer, Nasa Shivcha. Mamzer marries a maidservant of Lad Evid, the child's an Evid. Shechorara, you free that Evid, Nimsa Ben Chayrin, Alma. So what do we see in this, in this Gemara? What do we see in this Brysa, says Rav Darfin, Basar, we said the moms are married, the shivcha, the maidservant. What's the child? The child doesn't go after the father, the mamzer. The child goes after the mother, the maidservant. And that's why the child's an avid. And that's why if you free the avid, the child's a ben chayrin and his kosher. So I asked Rav Tarifin and Rav Yechel, and we see we go after her. The mother answers the Gemara. Shiny awesome. That case is different. You know why? A special din by avadim by shvachais that the child goes after the mother. But you can't ask from there on our din of Rav Yechlan. So Masiv Rava now Rava comes along and asks. And this was the Gemara that we had the other day. Minyamin was a Garamitri and he was a chaver mitamid Rav Kiva Vamer and he said Ani Mitri Risha Iminasati Mitzvah Rishaina. I'm a Mitzri, my wife's a Mitzri. And then he said, I had a child. I'm going to marry my child who's a Shani, a second generation Egyptian, to a girl who's a Shani. Why? says Minyamin. So that my grandchildren are allowed. And therefore, it now articulates the Gemara, the obvious Kasha says, If we go up to the father of Yulari so why did the Hebrew and Yaman speak out explicitly? No, the son's a Shani, we're going to marry a Shani to get the Shlishi. Answers the Gemara, Ha'amar le Rav Yechon letana t'ni rishayna. Rav Yechon learned not that price of the story of Minyamin was incorrect, and rather he said he's going to marry his son who's a Shani too, the girl who's a Rishayna. Therefore, we see it does indeed go after the father. That is statement number one of Rav Yechon of the day. The Rabbi Ravua said, Rav Yechon, everything goes after whom? Basar Didei Shaidin Alei goes after the father. Now, Kiyasar Rav Dimi Amar Rav Yechon. Rav Dimi says the name of Rav Yechon about ten lines in the wide lines. First word of line is Asa. Mitzri Shani Shanasa Mitzri Shaina Binashani Avai. Why? Says Rav Dimi the name Rav Yechon Alma. That the mother was a Rishaina, so the child's a Shniya. I, the father, was a Shani, says Rav Dimino. Rav Yechlan holds, we go after the mother, not like Rav Ravuna said the name Rav Yechlan. Amr le Abaye asks Abaye, Rav Yechlan, Rav Yechlan said a different case. If someone separates a Chatos, which is, which is, um, pregnant, excuse me, the animal, the Yolda, 
and the animal gives birth. What's halacha? Rotsa mischaber, ba rotsa mischaber bivlada. You let her bring either the mother or the child as the carbon chatos. So explains the Gemara articulating the question on Rav Dimi. Iyam Rebbe Shlomo over Lav Yerachimayu. If you're gonna tell me the child does not have the status of being there, an extension of the mother, Lav Yerachuberu. Again, Rav Dimi said we go after the mother. Another way of saying we go after the mother is what? Yerechima. It's the thigh. It's the extension of the mother. But says the Gemara, says Abayu, if you're going to say in this case of Karban Chatas that it's a lav Yerechima then I understand that Havli Chatois then this animal which is pregnant it's as if we view it as two separate Chatois. The animal is one and the fetus, the child, is not an extension of the mother. It's a din of a separate child and therefore lach and therefore what's the din? Vamarav Four lines on the wide lines. Either one could be the Kabara. However, and here is the question, says According to you, Redimi, what do you hold? You hold that Rabbi Yechlin says that the Uber goes after the mother. The child should be a chat, the, the, the baby should be a chatos. It should be an extension of the mother. So she have a din of a chatos, and she should be called the Misa, you should be able to get a kabara from it. So why are you, Rabbi Yechlin, saying that it goes everything after the mother? What happens? Ishtik. Ravdimi didn't have an answer. Amar Lay, so Abayi himself suggests to Ravdimi, Dilma Shiny also, maybe we could say there's a difference to the case of the Chatos, the animal, and your case in the Mitzri if we go after the mother or the father. Perhaps he says, Shiny also, the Siva Shayuladu, Hakos of Talum Beleda. Perhaps when it comes to the Egyptians, it says, I show you Ladu. So Dafka over there, it goes after the mother. Because Hakos of Talum Beleda, but not in other cases. So the fact that we found a different case of carbon chatos is not a kasha, is not a question. Why not? Because it's a special din by Mitzri. Says Rav Dimi Amar Lei Karkafna Chazit Amudi. You honorable one, you wonderful one. He says to Rabbi, it seems like you were in the base medrash when this teaching was taught. This was indeed my kavana. Rav Yechon says this din. Now says the, and that's the end of the second way of learning Rav Yechon. But from the second way of learning Rav Yechon, we went a bit sidetracked, and we got into this din of Uber Yerech Imayu. Does the baby, does the fetus have a din, have a status of the mother? Says the Gemara, time to cast It's only because the Pasuk says by us by Mitzri that it goes after the mother. But generally, it sounds like we go by the father. But Elohadamarava asked the Gemara, If we have a Gaiish, a woman who's pregnant that becomes a Giyayres, the child doesn't need a Tfilah. Why does it not need a Tfilah? Meaning, as we're about to explain, let's just speak it out. If you're going to tell me it goes by the father, it makes no sense. Well, excuse me. If it goes by the father, it makes no sense. Why does the child not need a tefillah? If it goes by the mother, then I understand why the child doesn't need a tefillah. Why not? Because the child was part of the mother, and the mother went into the mikvah. So if you say it's ober yerechimayu, say the baby's an extension of the mother, I understand why the baby doesn't need to go into the mikvah. But if you just prove to me that all over the Torah, we do not say it's part of the mother. We say rather it's part of the father. So why does this child need to go into the mikvah? 
Lema, maybe you'll suggest Bishum Rav Yitzchak, a totally different din. Tamar Rav Yitzchak says Rav Yitzchak, the Varatayer Ruba Yumakulav Chayitz says Midaraisa. The majority could be covered, and you care about it. It's still it is yes a chatzitza. But Ruba Yishayinay Makpidalav Einay Chayitz. If the majority is covered, but you don't care about it, you have a massive sticker on a cup, or if someone has a bandage over the majority of their body, but you don't care about it, it's not a chatzitza. So why over here would the baby have to go into the mikvah? The Amar of Kana, but Kana of Kana told Loshanel Rubai, Avokula Chaitzit, and here the baby obviously is entirely covered, and that's why it's going to be a Chatzitza. Says the Gemara, Shani Ober, the Hain Rabbi say, Don't ask me for the case of Ober. Ober is different. Ober is considered an extension of the mother. Anyone who's learning Mishtabura together with us, this was the wording that the Mishtabura used the other day in Sifkatan Tazvav in Simchav Zayin with regard to the hair, as the hair Chatzitza from the Tefillin, and he said, Hainu Rabbi say, This is where it comes from. Hainu Rabbise means it's an offshoot, it's a growth of the item. So here it says the Ober, the baby in the mommy's stomach is mamish, an extension of the mother. It's the way it grows, and that's the reason why it doesn't need a tefillah. Says the Gemara, now we're going to do a third thing of Rav Yechlan. Says Rav Yechlan a different thing. This is what Rav Yechlan said. When it comes to the Umais, what does that mean? When it comes to the Shiva Am and the seven nations that Klai Yisrael has an obligation to wipe out Loi Sechya Kol Neshama Rashi two lines on the top says when they come into Israel that goes after the father when it comes to Giyores when it comes to lineage that goes after the Pagum says the Gemara Shebesh Neim of both them Be'um Ha'isal Achar Zachar four lines down Kiritanis learned in Abra'isal Minayin Lachar Minayin Lachar Minayin Lachar how do we know if a guy is together with a Kananis a Kanani is the nations that we have to destroy Vahilid Ben and a child is born to the Rashi like I say, you do not have to kill him. Why not? Because his father was not a Kanani. His father's a regular guy. The din loy sichek on the shamba. The din you have to kill everyone. And when you come to Eretz Yisrael, it's only on the Kanan and the Shiva Amamin. But in a regular guy, not. So if a guy is together with a Kanani, says the Bryce, you don't have to kill them. Why not? Shenamar. But come and Eretz Shabbat Garmi Mechami Em Tignu Yochla Filachem and a Kananim Shabal Achas Min Aumois Vale Bench at the Rashi like Noisim Every Time Lemar Shayu Ladu Baratzchem Min Ano Ladu Baratzchem Vlo Min Agayim Baratzchem and Rashi. She explains, running out of time, but what's going on over here is this has to do with the fact of we Rashi proves that's referring to the Zacharim and the Nekevois, and that's what we see that by the Shiva Amamin, it goes by the father, it goes by with regard to killing the child. Three lines into the white lines. If they are Megayer, then it goes after the Pogum. What does it refer to? We know from yesterday, the mother's an Amaynis, she's not Pogum, she's Kosher. So he's Zachar Ave Shadi Basar Amoin. If it's a Zachar, we go after the father. In a Kevav Shadi Basar Mitzris says the Mishnah in Chesam and Beis four lines, five lines into the wide lines. Mamzerim Nisinim Asurim Vi Surin Israelim. These are two categories of people that are forbidden forever. 
both echad zacharim vechad nekevos. Says the Gemara, "Mreishagush b'amzer zacher laacher aser dayir aser dayirais mutarais." Says Mreishagush, "No, a mamzeres, a female mamzer after ten generations is allowed to come into Klal Yisrael. How do I know? Yalif asiri asiri me amoni umayavi malahalo nekevos mutarais. How do we know by amoni v'lo amoniis mayavi v'lo mayavis that the females are mutar? Afkan nekevos mutarais." Ask the Gemara, the obvious kasha yimalah. Over there, it's mutter right away. Moniz, Mayavis, David Abel, full story for another day. Rosa Mayavia. So, Afghan Miyad. So, why years only after 10 generations? Explains the Gemara. Kyanik Zir Shava, Measiri Veiloch, the Zir Shava that we have. Equating a mamzer from an amoyni is only after ten generations. Ask the Gemara. I va natan amamzer v'nizin mazur mazur noilu mechad scharim vechad nekevos. What about our Mishnah? Our Mishnah clearly says that a mamzer nekevos aser la'ilam is forbidden forever. Answers the Gemara like Kasha. Two man da amim ha command da amar doin mina umina ha command da amar doin mina vuuki baasra. Two ways of learning zir shava and to make a uh, big sugya very a little bit simple. Whenever we have Xerah Shava equating two different places, by us it's a Mamzer to Amaini. So the question is, is it an absolute equation, 100% or no? Do we learn out the mechanics, but then we put into context of where you are? That's the two ways of learning. Do we say, Doinamina Umina? That's one way of learning. Or do we say, no, Doinamina Vaukia Basra? And we put it back to the place in which it came from. And that's how we're going to be learned that it's going to be mutter after 10 generations. If you hold again one more time, then it's going to be Asr. I said it wrong. Let me say it right this time. If you say that it goes from its own context, then it's going to be Asr forever. But if you're going to say, then it'll be mutter after 10 generations. Ten, says the Gemara, we're about 15 lines into the wide lines. The first word line is Shalu. Shalu is Rabbi Eliezer. What's the din? Is there a Darshlishi? And as Rashi speaks out, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't allow Mamzerim to live. So says Rabbi Eliezer, you're asking about a Mamzer after 10 generations. I never even saw Mamzer after 3 generations. Mamzerim don't live. Mamzer lo chai. Ask the Gemara, one second, our Mishnah. Fascinating idea. If it's a known Mamzer, then they can live. Why can they live? Because then there's no concern that it's going to cause an issue. If it's a not known Mamzer, then Hashem gives a special skula that they don't live in order that Klai saw that no one stumbles and backs and marries them. Says the Gemara, but the Yadiv lo Yadiv, it's someone in the middle, it's someone known, then they only live up until three generations. And now we have an interesting story, we're about 25 lines at the end of the Amid, the first one in line is Velo Yadia, there's a person in the neighborhood of Ravami, and Ravami got up and announced, this person's a mamzer. Sounds like a terrible thing. This person, Bachi Vazel, he's crying and he's going. Everyone now knows he's a mamzer. Amar Lay, Ravami says, no! Chayim Nasati I gave you life. Because now that everyone knows you're a mamzer, now you can be able to live. Because now there's no longer a concern. Hashem is not going to have to make you die. If no one knew, then that would be a much worse scenario. Amar Ravchana Barad, says Ravchana Barad, and now it's going to begin 
a very lengthy story about the Nisinim. The Mishnah listed the Mamzerim and the Nisinim. And as we're going to see, the Nisinim are also, and actually let's look right away, Rashi on the Mishnah says they're the Giva'inim, that they were Megayar in the times of Yeshua. And they were created into Avadim as we're going to see right now. So these entity of people called the Nisim, also referred to as the Giva'inim, now we're going to learn what happened with them. So Amar of Chana Barado, we're going to start this discussion, 25 lines to the bottom. First word in line is Barado. Nisinim David Gazar and he said that are the Gevainim not from Klai Israel. So what happened? What happened over here? And therefore said of you're not allowed to marry into Klai Yisrael. My time of Gazar, why did David Amelch make a gzera on the Venusian that the Nisinim they cannot marry into Klai Yisrael? in the times that David Amelch, Rav made David Shalshanu, there was a three year famine. Shana Achar, Shana year after year, Shana Rishana, the first year Amr Lem. David Amelch says, Shema Ivri, Ivdis, Chavim. Maybe people are worshipping idols, Ishbachem amongst us. Techsev, Avatim, Alekim, Achayrim, Ishachavisim, Lohem. Vaat, Sarah, Zashvayim, Liam, Altar, if there's never Rain? Perhaps they're idol worshippers. Mother. But Kuvla Matu, David Melch looked, he didn't find any of the Chon. Shinia the second year on them, Shema Ibrahavira Yishbacham. There are those who being Ibrahavira Rashi says, Gilarayas. If there's no, then there's no rain. Shlish is in the third year. We hear of the terrible thing of someone who stipulates stock but doesn't give it. Maybe that's the reason why. There is no rain. It must be me. Miyad right away. What's My mashma. How do we know that penei means urim betumim? And what did like urim betumim answer? Yom Hashem al shav al beis adamim al shareim is a givayim. So two issues, there was an issue with Shal, and the issue with the Givainim. We'll pick up from here from the answer of the Umm Batumim Mirza Shem in the next year.